Hello everyone, this is Urvashi Chauhan. Welcome to Quotes Today by Live Law. We bring to you the latest and in-depth legal coverage, coming to you with a brief of what all happened in the Indian courts today. Starting with the Supreme Court, which will hear tomorrow the plea of Payal Maheshwari, wife of alleged gangster Sanjeev Maheshwari Jiva, seeking permission to attend his funeral. Jiva is said to be a close aide of Mukhtar Ansari and was shot dead by unidentified assailants inside the Lucknow court premises yesterday. His name had surfaced in the murder of senior BJP leaders Brahmadat Devedi and Krishna Rai. The matter was listed today before a vacation bench of Justice Aniruddha Bose and Justice Rajesh Bindal. Payal is herself a charged gangster. Her counsel stated that he was arguing solely on humanitarian grounds and not on merits of the matter. The bench decided to hear the matter tomorrow. Stay tuned. The Supreme Court has listed for tomorrow an appeal challenging the Delhi High Court order, which had granted 15 days of interim bail to YSRCP MP Magunta Srinivasulu's son, Magunta Raghavreddy. The matter was mentioned for urgent listing by ASG SV Raju before a vacation bench comprising Justice Aniruddha Bose and Justice Rajesh Bindal. Reddy was arrested by the Enforcement Directorate in February this year in connection with the Delhi liquor policy scam. Earlier in May, a Delhi court had dismissed his interim bail plea, stating that he was being prosecuted for money laundering, which was a serious economic offence, and thus bail could not be granted. The appeal will be heard tomorrow by the vacation bench of the Supreme Court. Stay tuned with us for more updates. In another update, the Supreme Court has reserved its judgment in a plea which dealt with the question whether the Bar Council of India has the power to regulate matters pertaining to education before enrollment as an advocate or not. As per the case, the respondent Rabi Sahu had obtained a law degree from a law college whose affiliation was cancelled by the BCI. When he wanted to enroll as an advocate, he was unable to do so. Aggrieved, he moved the Orissa High Court, which held that the BCI could not frame any rules and add any conditions for enrollment in addition to what was prescribed under the Advocates Act. Against this, the BCI has moved the Supreme Court. Further, it was argued that BCI had derecognized 48 colleges, and if the impugned judgment was left as is, then the other colleges would claim parity by seeking affiliation. The matter was admitted by the court in 2013. The Supreme Court has now reserved the judgment. Stay tuned with Live Law to know the verdict. In an important development, the Kerala High Court today directed the authorities designated by it to identify holding areas for disposal of illegal boards, flags and festoons erected in public places. As it was informed that the waste disposal facilities in the state were already overwhelmed. Court said after the designated authorities remove illegal hoardings to the holding areas, the printing agencies will then remove such hoardings from there within seven days of issuance of notice by Secretary of the Local Self-Government Department. Justice Devan Ramchandran further warned that failure to comply with direction would attract penal consequences for printing agencies and they will also be liable to license cancellation particularly if the boards do not mention their names. The matter has been posted for further consideration after 10 days.
In another update, the Delhi High Court has directed the Northern Railway and a contractor who was engaged for construction work of a rainy well to pay over 23 lakhs of compensation to parents of a 12-year-old boy who died in 2013 after falling and drowning in the pit. A division bench of Justice Najmi Waziri and Justice Sudhir Kumar Jain directed that the compensation be paid along with interest from the date of filing of the petition, which was moved by the parents in 2019, within next three months. The incident happened on a vacant land in between Pilli Mitti Railway Line and Metro Line in cities Kailashnagar, which was used by the children of the locality as a playground. The court said that it was the duty of the Northern Railway and the contractor to take proper diligence and care at the site and that they were negligent in taking safety measures to prevent any accident. The Kerala High Court has directed the state government to nominate a senior bureaucrat to assist the court in the matter of Suomoto proceedings initiated in light of the tragic boat accident in Tanor area of Mallapuram district, which claimed 22 lives, including 15 children, in May this year. The division bench comprising Chief Justice S. V. Bhatti and Justice Basant Balaji passed the order and also granted two weeks' time to file a comprehensive report on the incident and the measures taken to prevent the same to be filed by an officer authorized by the Chief Secretary. If you remember, another division bench had earlier issued certain preliminary directions in the matter including that of issuing of proper appropriate orders and circulars to all the boat owners and operators to conspicuously exhibit the number of passengers that can be allowed on the boat, maintaining a written record of number of passengers, insurance of tourist boats and so on. The matter has been placed for further consideration on June 22nd. In another update, the National Commission for Women has urged the Madras High Court Registrar to take immediate cognizance of the lack of toilets for female lawyers at the Nilgiri School complex. The Commission has asked the Registrar to communicate the steps taken within three days. In the letter, the NCW has said that the court complex, which was inaugurated in 2022, boasts of several amenities but lacks a designated toilet that the women lawyers can use. Also, you must know that in April this year, when a petition was filed by Women Lawyers Association of Nilgiri's district, raising grievances regarding lack of toilet facilities, the Madras High Court had informed the Supreme Court that necessary steps had been taken to address the issue. At that time, the Supreme Court bench comprising CJI Chandrachud and Justice P.S. Narsima had given liberty to the association to approach the Registrar General of the High Court for redressal of any subsisting grievances. And now coming to the Manipur High Court, which has restrained the police from routinely picking up a man accused 10 years ago under Unlawful Activities Prevention Act from his residence on every Independence and Republic Day and to make him pose for photographs in full public view. The FIR was filed against the petitioner in this case in 2012, recording that he was a member of a banned militant outfit named People's Liberation Army. But there had been no progress in the investigation since his arrest 10 years ago, and so he approached the High Court. Considering the actions of the police as violation of right to life and privacy of the petitioner, the single judge bench of Justice A. Guneshwar Sharma cited judgments rendered by the Apex Court 
upholding the right to dignified life and the right to privacy. The High Court has directed the respondents to complete the investigation within a period of six months and submit the charge sheet to the concerned trial court. In an interesting news, the Karnataka High Court has directed the police to contact the employer of a woman who failed to hand over custody of her minor child to her husband despite a judicial order and has asked her employer to hold back her pay. A division bench of Justice Alok Aradhe and Justice Anant Ramnath Hegde said the benefits payable to her be held till custody of the daughter is handed over. The bench was hearing a habeas corpus petition filed by the father who was aggrieved by non-execution of family court order passed in March last year, directing the mother to hand over their seven-year-old girl child to him. The Ministry of Electronics and Information Technology in an affidavit has informed the Bombay High Court that if a social media or news website decides to continue hosting information that has been flagged as false or misleading by the government's fact-checking unit, then it will have to defend its decision before a court if an action is taken. The immunity that such a website or intermediary enjoys from liability under the IT Act will not apply if it fails to pay heed. The ministry has tendered the affidavit in response to stand-up comedian Kunal Kamra's plea challenging an amendment to the Information Technology Rules 2023 allowing the fact-check unit to identify fake or misleading news against government. During the hearing, the ministry extended its statement not to notify the fact-check unit till June 10th. And lastly, a court in the national capital today acquitted three men named Akhil Ahmed, Rahish Khan and Irshad in a case connected to the Northeast Delhi riots and pulled up the Delhi police for clubbing several complaints with the case without investigation. The court acquitted the three accused in the main complaint and referred the matter related to the wrongly clubbed complaints back to the investigating agency. The court in the ruling noted that in the charge sheet, the investigating officer mentioned about 27 complaints being clubbed in the case. However, on perusal of the list of complaints mentioned in the charge sheet, it was found that the name of the three complainants had been mentioned twice in the list. Thank you for watching. If you wish to know more details about the cases I mentioned here, you can visit our website at www.livelaw.in. Stay ahead with quick legal updates only on Live Law. Do not forget to like, share and subscribe and support us.